Welcome to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Here's your host, Hans Christian Wittinghus. Hello everyone. I know I've been quiet for more than a week now, so I'll try to make up for that today. I just want to start off by thanking my four new patrons since the latest episode I released. It's Sandra, Rainer, Scott and Mark. Thank you so much for joining the 18 other patrons, which means I'm now on 22 and only three away from my goal of reaching 25 patrons. Your support is greatly appreciated and I promise in my next podcast I will do a competition. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what the prices are going to be yet, but it will be even better than what I did last month. So there will be a competition for all of my patrons in the next episode. But let's just get uh, started with the agenda for today. And today is not a guest episode. Today is simply a Denmark Open recap. I'm sorry I didn't update you guys throughout the tournament last week. Uh, I will get back to uh, to doing that next week when I play the uh, Salo Lux Open in Germany. Uh, I know the podcast is is uh, called A Year on Tour with Wittinghus, so I am meant to actually update you when I'm on tour. Uh, but apparently I need to get back into uh, the groove and uh, rhythm uh, again with uh, these tournaments. We haven't played one for seven, eight months. So uh, yeah, I, I need to get back into it. And I promise you guys that uh, next week in Germany I will do daily updates after and before my matches. In Denmark Open, I started off in the first round playing uh, Maxime Morales from Belgium. I'm not gonna go into too much detail about this match, but I just want to say that it was actually a very important start for me. Uh, I went into the tournament quite unsure about my, uh, my level. I haven't had a full training with uh, no limits or uh, injuries or uh, feeling bad since the 21st of August. So I didn't really, uh, it's almost two months, I didn't really go into this uh, tournament uh, knowing exactly where I was physically or uh, in terms of uh, my, my level on court. But Maxim uh, didn't play at a very high pace. I think he played a steady game, but the pace was uh, was not very high which meant that I could uh, I could get into my uh, my rhythm on court easily I didn't have to pressure my uh, my body too much I felt quite unsure about especially my left heel which had been troubling me for for three weeks leading up to the tournament actually the week before I wasn't even sure if if I could play so for me it was nice to to start off with a match where the the pace wasn't too high and I could uh, kind of test off my foot and see if uh, if there was any reaction and luckily for me that there wasn't so quite quickly I, I began to feel more and more confident on court playing Maxim I think I won uh, like four 13 and 8, something like that, and that gave me a chance to play Lakshya Sen once again. I also played him back in Malaysia in January, so he's one of the few players I've actually played this year where there have been almost no tournaments. I had a really tough match against him in the qualifying of Malaysia Masters. 
I also knew from uh, the Danish league where I played him uh, at the end of last year that he's a really good player. He's a, an upcoming player. Uh, I also remember his uh, his match against Victor Axelsen from uh, All England where he played extremely well. So going into this match, uh, Lakshay in this second round, I didn't see myself as a favorite in, in any way, especially considering the the preparations for me have been so bad that and with his ranking being I think he's 27 and I'm down to 42 so apart from our head-to-head -head record there wasn't really a lot suggesting that I was going to be the favorite in this match I have so much respect for him and as I said before I also said it on uh, on Twitter a few times from some of all my Indian followers that I'm, I'm sure Lakshya is going to be a future top 10 player so I, I just went into the match and uh, I had a hope that I could play better and better throughout the match and uh, I knew that I had the weapons that can hurt him in some way but with my preparation I wasn't sure if uh, I was gonna be able to also get that out on on, uh, on court and if I would be able to last long enough in the match to uh, to actually win it in the end. I was quite happy with the level I showed in in the first game. I think I, uh, I was pretty much in control. I made a few too many uh, mistakes and I didn't capitalize on, on some of the chances uh, I got uh, and all the way until 15 or 16 in the first game I was still actually yeah, quite happy and uh, felt like I, I was playing in the right way but then I ended off the game with uh, four or five mistakes and you just cannot do that against Lakshya. I was forcing it a bit too much feeling that I had to win the points instead of just keep on playing them and, and waiting for, for even better chances. So yeah, I was forcing it a little bit and it cost me uh, some mistakes in, uh, in the first game. Then I'm not quite sure what happened in the second game, but Lakshya, he started off with so many easy mistakes. I think he made three or four return errors. Uh, he had a few easy kills that he missed and all of a sudden I was up eight love in that f uh, second game. I have no idea what uh, what went through his mind, but it was... It was so important for me to get that second game easily. He also gave up when the score was, I think, 13-2 or 14-2. He just decided to focus on the, the third game. And I was already tired after the first one. So, yeah, for me, it was just amazing to, to get gifted that second game and uh, just uh, gather some more uh, uh, yeah, new energy and uh, yeah, save up some energy for, for the third and uh, final game. Of course, I'm, I'm happy with the way I played the second game, but to be fair, I, I mostly just got it handed uh, from, from Lakshya. Game three was more of a, like a real battle. Uh, I, I knew, of course, he was not going to give that uh, away easily, and uh, we started off at a much higher pace, and uh, yeah, fighting so hard, both of us, and uh, he was also starting to be more vocal. Uh, I, I know that I was definitely more vocal than him uh, through the match, which was which was also part of uh, my game plan to try and really show that I was in the match and in the game. Uh, I didn't want to give anything away easily. Uh, but he also turned up the uh, the level in the third game. And uh, I had to dig so deep, uh, especially physically, but actually also mentally, because when I do get tired, which I, I was for sure, because my physical, physical condition was bad going into the match. Uh, so mentally, it's hard for me to try and stay calm and do the right choices, not, not again force it and go for winners. I have to be patient against Lakshya because if I'm not, then his uh, counter attacking phase is so strong. And if I, if I attack too early, he will punish me almost uh, every time. 
But I think I managed to find a way to, to keep calm, stay calm all the way through, even though it was close most of the way. But I remember at, I think it's 17 or 18, I, I start getting thoughts about now it's close again, it's the end, it's quite important to, to win this one in terms of ranking points. And I would like to make my first quarterfinal in, in Denmark Open as well. Uh, so all these thoughts started coming up, creeping up uh, on my mind. And of course, it's, it's not what I, I need to focus on. But I, I managed to just accept those uh, thoughts at 17 or 18. I even mentioned it to Kenneth that now I'm starting to focus on the result. Uh, so we just briefly discussed it. And just for me to get it off my chest, I could turn my focus onto the game plan instead. So I was accepting, okay, it's normal. These thoughts are coming now. It's it's close to a good win for me. So obviously I'll start thinking about it more, but I can accept it and then put my focus back on the game plan. I managed to do it and wrap it up in the end, I think 21-17. And for me, that's a huge win against Lakshya. I did not expect that going into the match, uh, but I'm yeah, I was so happy and uh, proud with the, with my performance against Lakshya and uh, yeah, I, I actually also felt a little bit lucky because had he played full out in the second game, I would not have had the energy to also play the third game at the high level I did. In the quarterfinal, which as I said was my first quarterfinal in 15 tries in Denmark Open, uh, I had to play Nishimoto, uh, Kenta Nishimoto from Japan. And right after the uh, Lakshya match, I was asked by the uh, journalists uh, how I saw my chances. And I said, uh, at the moment, I, I didn't see barely 1% chance. Uh, I, I really had a hard time seeing how, how I was going to be able to beat Nishimoto. I was feeling so bad in my body. I had cramp in my right leg, both front and back. And also considering I had lost the last three times to Nishimoto, and I know that he's physically so tough a player to play against, I really, really had a hard time seeing how, how I would have any chance of uh, beating him. But actually the day, next day, the day uh, Friday where I had to play him, I felt much better in my body than I expected when I woke up. I uh, did a bit of uh, yeah, light exercises in the morning and I thought, okay, my body is actually feeling decent. Uh, so we, we made a good plan, me and Kenneth. We had a lot of uh, analysis done on uh, Nishimoto. So I actually went on court and thought, okay, I, I can have a chance today uh, if everything uh, goes my way. Of course, I, I didn't see myself as, as a favorite still, but I actually believed there was a chance uh, I could win. Uh, but it was pretty quickly clear on court that I had no real chance. I think it was at 8-4 in the first game. I felt like I, uh, I was already on my max, uh, maximum pulse. Uh, I, I felt so tired at 8-4. Uh, and from that point on, it was just a, a mental battle and physical battle with myself to, to try and stay in the game. I lost the power in my legs quickly. Uh, yeah, I got tired. And because I lost the power, I couldn't make these changes of pace in any way. And it was clear that he quickly started feeling very comfortable on court. So he didn't give away any easy points at all. And uh, when I have no power and I can't make these uh, explosive plays, then I have no chance to uh, to make enough points uh, against him to uh, to win the match. That being said, I still, even though I was tired and uh, I could feel it easily that there was no chance, I 
enjoyed the match so much and uh, I also saw a few things on court uh, that I can take me with me uh, till next time I, I, I play him hopefully I get to play him again uh, like one thing is that if I, I found out that if I can neutralize the first five six shots in, in each rally he actually has some issues setting up his points against me uh, we analyzed that from the past matches as well that he's winning a lot of points in the uh, yeah, first five six shots of each rally so if I, can, if I can neutralize that without just giving away the uh, initiative then he actually has some issues uh, setting up his points but of course I need to have fresh legs I need to be able to make explosive plays because if we just run and it's going to be a matter of who can run the longest that's not an advantage for me in the uh, long run but I'm uh, I'm actually, it can sound ridiculous, but I'm actually uh, feeling more confident that I could beat him next time uh, than I did before this match. And I know it sounds ridiculous when I lost 12 and 12, but yeah, there were a few things in the match that means I can, uh, I can look forward to the next one, or at least I believe so. We'll see next time uh, I play him if, if that's uh, true or not. Just wrapping up the uh, Demagogue, it was just amazing to be back on court. I'm so thrilled and happy and proud of uh, Badminton Denmark uh, for setting up, also BWF for, for supporting them, showing everyone that it's possible to play Badminton during this uh, Corona pandemic. With all the knowledge we have now, I know I was very uh, vocal about the All England hats that we had to cancel everything back then and uh, postpone the events, but we are at a completely different place now we have much more knowledge and yeah i'm so so proud of uh, badminton Denmark and bwf for showing that it is possible to to actually play badminton at, at this level and i hope everyone uh, out in asia who who didn't come for this one uh, also watched it and uh, feel safe and confident that okay in january we can get back into uh, action in the uh, two uh, asia opens in uh, in thailand for sure, I think this week showed that it is possible. So we need to get back started and I'm extremely motivated. I will probably not make it to the two tournaments in January because of my ranking. And the rankings are still frozen. So the ranking points I scored in Denmark will not count towards the January tournaments. But I'm more motivated than uh, at any point during this Corona uh, pandemic to get back into training and get ready for a, uh, a great 2021 for me. Hopefully, I will uh, I will play some tournaments in the European leg in uh, in February and March. And uh, if the ranking opens up, I will also have a chance to uh, maybe even make the main draws of some of the events with the points I scored here. And hopefully, I can score a few more points uh, next week in in Salo Lux Open as well. Speaking of uh, Salo Lux Open, that will be on next week. It's a Super One Hundred tournament. I will uh, be back next week for for that event and as i said in the beginning i will uh, try updating uh, before or after each of uh, the matches so you get back on tour with me uh, i might be able to sneak in a single guest episode i'm not so sure no guarantees but if uh, i don't do that the guest episodes will be back again in the week after bitburger uh, not bitburger used to be bitburger but now the solo looks open Right, everyone, that's going to be it for today. Thanks so much for listening in. And any feedback is, as always, very welcome. Send me an email at ayearontour at gmail.com or just comment on my social media. Thanks again for listening, guys. 
I'll be back soon next week. Thank you for listening to A Year on Tour with Vittinghus. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, share and leave a comment in iTunes or your preferred podcast app.